Rob Ryan, Anthony Kapfer, Brett Druck, and Jared Berenstein. They are... Four comedians are also real good friends Working on jokes, the fun never ends They're asking each other, is this anything? Welcome Jarrett, Brett, Anthony, I'm Rob uh, Jarrett, uh, do you have an order for us today? I do, I plugged him into the jar machine And today I am going first Whoa! Whoa. Right. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that is 10 out of 10 shows that I have gone first on. What a what a random order. Can you um, say the whole order so I know how long I can space out course. for? Of uh, course. It is today. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know when it I can start paying attention. <laughs> Jared, Brett, Rob, Anthony. Ooh, it's a jabra. Ooh. It's a jabroni day. Jabra. Yeah. Jabra indeed. All right, you guys ready to? Uh, I'm ready to go. Ready to time you. Started. Okay, here we go. I'm ready to take your word for it. Mm. Uh, so this is a joke that I wrote for the Zoom show specifically because of how weird my mic looks, and so I want to see get get any of you guys' thoughts on this. So I have a section in my intro for when I'm hosting where I say, "If you have any questions about the tech, if you have any tech issues, feel free to hit us up in the comments, and we'll try to help you out." And then I go. Uh, one of the tech questions that I get a lot on these Zoom shows is, hey, Jarrett, what's up with your microphone? Uh, this is a microphone that I have had for like 10 years. It's called the Blue Snowball. And when I bought it at the store, I was like, I need a mic. And this guy was like, would you like a weird-looking one? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he was like, oh, that was a joke. But we actually do have a weird-looking mic. And I was like, cool. Uh, I can't imagine that anybody will ever see me using it, so I don't really care if it looks like a spaceship or, uh, or whatever. And he's like, it's funny that you should say that because this one does look like a, a tiny spaceship so your example was was exactly what it looks like and i said perfect <laughs> could you make it longer <laughs> is that sarcasm anthony yeah. um yeah i think you can it uh, you could simplify the setup completely mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. uh you don't have to give the true story at all you could say uh when i got this microphone it was 10 years ago, and I said, can you give me the alien sex toy? Do you have any alien sex toy microphones? <laughs> I get straight into it, but I think you it's have good. One I think that it's good looks like a, you have a microphone that looks like a robot's anus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a couple different things I like about, about this. Uh, the story just seems fun. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't really see any like hard punchlines. It just seems like a fun, a fun story. Mm -hmm. um, but did you really get it 10 years ago? Is that, is that true? Uh, yeah, I have had it for like 10 years, I would say. All right. Yeah. Um, it, it, there, there, there might be something, I don't know, because uh, it, it, might be it might be construed as a, a futuristic-looking microphone, mm -hmm. and there could be a joke there where you're like, well, it's, it's 10 years in the future now, and microphones still don't look like this. So this, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. this is still a weird... <laughs> microphone even in the future they really they really missed the target on that <laughs> yeah. no, that's how ahead of the, the their time they were it's, it's, it's even still more not ready. futuristic than yeah. now yeah there, may I, another 10 years may i get a better look at it can you like give me a little 360 view of, of what this thing sure. actually i mean this is what people always see is the back i um, want to okay. see the front if it's like hooked back. up or it's gonna mess you up oh it's like an entire oh. sphere Whoa, it's so I weird. thought the other side would look like a microphone. And it says blue. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
That's terrifying looking. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like an orb. From yeah, from the back though, it doesn't look so weird. From the back, it looks like a sort of a modification of one of those nineteen twenties uh, kind of looking mics. So it didn't uh, seem yeah. super weird to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, it looked like one of those old yeah, like what you're talking about, Elvis or somebody. Yeah. yeah, it actually it does look like what they would in like the fifties. They would be like, this is what a microphone is going to look like in the future. Yes, <laughs> right. It, it looks like an extrapolation on what the nineteen twenties microphone would have if they just kept going in that direction for some reason. Yeah. Um, um, I would say the, the reason my note is just uh, even though the, I, I agree the story is fun my note is uh, to get to it funny uh, quicker is because when you're hosting it's like kind of important like um, to get to those jokes pretty quickly since you're you know you're warming them up and getting them used to it mm-hmm. it's called the blue snowball uh, but yeah. that doesn't really go anywhere it's just you just say it I mean it is silly that it's called the blue snowball I don't know if you have any comment on that I mean it's a sphere um, mm-hmm. but all the snowballs. other words <laughs> <laughs> Blue Snowball and... is a pretty gross sex act. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, what is it exactly in great it's, detail, um, Brett? Uh, well, in my I actually experience. have something for it. Do you have something for it? Uh, Blue sm- a Blue Snowball is a combination of a snowball, which is where a girl blows you and then blows your load back in your mouth, and Blue, which is blue balls. So a Blue Ooh. Snowball is when a girl goes down on you, doesn't finish, and then kisses you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Anthony, I can make it longer. That is, <laughs> that is the answer. Good, good. Now it's perfect. Right. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> This next one was uh, partially inspired by your guys' uh, um, intervention jokes last time. Um, <clears throat> it may or may not shock you to learn that my friends all describe me as extremely chill. They say extremely chill. I am so chill that they use the word extreme, which is a <laughs> the least chill word that there is. <laughs> they say Jared is fucking hardcore chill. <laughs> My friends actually had an intervention to let me know I was being too chill. They all got together in a big room and told me how my lack of emotion and no affect is hurting them. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't always this chill. I actually studied with some very laid-back monks in Thailand. They were like, to reach a state of total chill, you have to meditate in silence for years. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then they sent me home because I had nothing. They had nothing to teach me. <laughs> All right, that's it. I, uh, that's great. I, can you use the, <clears throat> the term "violently chill" at some point? Violently chill. <laughs> that's really funny. Violently chill. <laughs> Maybe after you say how they're hurting, you're hurting them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, <clears throat> but I, I like that. Uh, I, lack yeah, I, of affect is hurting us. It's almost an act of violence. How dude, chill yeah. you are. You're violently chill. <laughs> the, the amount of adjectives or adverbs you could add to, to chill is just, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would tire of that anytime soon. That would be very, if, if you were considered like medically chill. And, uh, <laughs> Terminally chill. Terminally, Terminally chill. chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm afraid the chillness has spread to his brain. Uh, <laughs> Inoperable chillness. <laughs> you're actually uh, not allowed to. Get, you're the only person who is not allowed to get a medical marijuana card. He <laughs> <laughs> might stop his heart completely. <laughs> At this level of chill, if I were to smoke weed, I would just disappear. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like Marty McFly. (laughs) His heart heart rate is measured in beat per minute. (laughs) (laughs) God, these are great tags, guys. We're we're great comedians. I'm not (laughs) sure. Oh, yeah, I don't want to move That's on. That's so next funny. Part. No, because it's such a I funny. Wanna, I, I don't want to cut concept. the tap off. <clears throat> um, as soon as you guys feel feel uh, feel drained, I will move on. I, I love the idea. So the first half of that, which is just how far you can push, you know, the adjectives and adverbs on the chill, is super funny. And then um, the second part, which is you came up with, I think two or maybe even three scenarios, uh, where you're just like, all right, whatever. Like all that stuff's mm-hmm. great. Um, <clears throat> The you know maybe there's maybe there's some fat to cut off on the on the the Thailand portion of it, but but I think that that's you know that concept's funny. I like I like mm-hmm. the student becoming the master mm-hmm. concept. All that, all that stuff's great. Um, what if you were in a uh, one of those Saw movies and you woke up the you know you're you're handcuffed to a radiator. There's a bone saw and it's like mm-hmm. you have to cut off your limb or you'll you'll explode in four minutes. You'd be like shit. <laughs> wow, this is a pickle. <laughs> uh, that's. I love too that you're in in every time we've met so far. You've been in perpetual Ian Malcolm uh, mode. Of just, you know. Well, I did one <laughs> upstairs open, so. in, uh, at my desk, <laughs> and I was like. This is the most <laughs> uncomfortable I've ever been. I will never do this from not my bed again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get it. <laughs> ah, Rob, new album photo right there. Oh, man. yeah. I like it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, okay. I think I'm okay at sex. I'm nice. pretty sure. I've had a few women tell me that I'm good at it, but I'm not sure if I can believe them because... You know that thing where your friend is like, hey, do you mind dropping me off on your way home? And you're like, yes, if it's on the way. But if it's not on the way, then I'm not going to give you a ride home. That has always been my attitude towards women's orgasms. And like, if it's on the way to my orgasm, go crazy, help yourself. Maybe, uh, I'll maybe go a few blocks out of my way. I'll think about baseball and taxes for like three or four blocks if that helps you get there. But if not, maybe you can take an Uber or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, okay, I like this. Uh, I like this idea. Um, I, th- I think, think there's something that I'm missing about it. I, I think you have two different premises. One is that you're not sure that you're good at sex, and one is that you're mm. it's just is that you're um, not that you're you're into <clears throat> giving a girl an orgasm if it's convenient. If it's convenient, yeah, yeah, Which ties so maybe- into all your other lazy material. You got a lazy chunk. I got That's a lazy true. chunk. And it's I good just, that it just fell into place like that because you would have not worked hard for it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it possible to combine the the that joke with the the joke about you being so chill so that you could be talk about when you come, you're just like, Yeah, I came. 
that was the best sex I've ever had. No, I just good. finished. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely, definitely, all this stuff is uh, thematically similar. Um, I, but I, I think it's. I think you're right. It is clunky because it is the two separate ideas that. Uh, I will give a woman an orgasm if it's convenient. Is that how you put it, Brett? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Maybe maybe the angle would be more clear if uh, you've you've been told that you're good at sex, which mm-hmm. must mean that you're naturally good at sex because you know you're not trying. And maybe that is the link. That's really funny. You, so because you're like, I would not try if if I wasn't. Like I'm more like if I'm dropping you off, it, you better be on the way. Yeah. That's because because I'm I'm heading home regardless that kind of, and then you can get into all the things that you said about that which I think is great maybe 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 I'll stop at a drive through you know but <laughs> if I'm hungry you know then yeah that's that's good but otherwise something along those all lines right. yeah I actually unless you guys had any of the other ideas I'll definitely move on to the next one because this is okay, the, cool. this is one that I'm excited about getting to nice uh, uh, one last thing is just yeah go that, ahead. Uh, I feel like you I need an explanation of what her taking an Uber is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Some um, kind of hint in there, whether that that's using a dildo or if there's another mm. service that you can you can say that she can take that would be clear that she, it would be getting herself off or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe like an Uber is texting a different guy or something. Because <laughs> like an Uber, they do text you when you when you know when they're there to pick you up. So there might be like a link up there that I can write. Right. Another guy comes into the room. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm Phil. I'm your Uber." Something like that. All right, I want to get to this next one. So cool. Uh, homophobia is dumb because being gay is something that happens at birth. There's no stopping it. If you could somehow figure out a way to start a new community, completely separated from the rest of the world, it was only people that you knew were 100% straight. You gated yourself in. In one generation, there would be like five gay people in that town. In two generations, there'd be whole gay bars, and people would be like, "Do we leave a gate open in this neighborhood? How did they get in here?" In three generations, the whole town would be gay, and the rent would be through the roof. None of the original homophobes would be able to afford to live there, and that's the only good gentrification. Mm. That's Ooh, it. That's a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I guess I got lost logically when the gay people just started outnumbering the straight people. Uh, mm-hmm. did, did, is that happen? How, how did that happen? That happened. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Um, all right, Rob. When a man and a woman love each other very much, uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious. Has how has let's say. Yeah, no, I I had the same confusion on the the multiplicity of 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 the the <clears throat> numbers. Why it increases uh, exponentially. Yeah, like if 10% of the population is gay naturally, or even if we said 20%, you know, it still mm-hmm. would never overpopulate the 80% or whatever that's, that's straight. Uh, maybe, maybe some of the original homophobes want to move away because they didn't like that there were gay bars now or something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it did stop. I mean, obviously, me ma- <clears throat> mathematically that doesn't work out, but I just thought it would be funnier if... I you love the like, idea that yeah. even if you were to weed out all the gay people, you would just have a gay problem again. <laughs> that, you just have a gay alone. problem again. It's just so funny. What, what well, in this I, community, it would be a gay problem. In this community, it's like you said, yeah, someone yeah. left the door open. It's like, it's like cockroaches getting in. You're like, oh, I thought we dealt with this. You know? Right. So what if, um, if you start on a larger scale and then like mm-hmm. instead of go to an island or 
I don't know. Would you start? You go to an island? No, I said uh, if you could start a completely new community separated from the rest of the world. Okay. So, so essentially an island. Yeah. What if, what if you start with an island? Mm-hmm. Then it's the whole island of straight people. And then they're like, okay. And then all these gay people, they're like, all right, well, we're just going to make a community. And then they make the community. And then one more generation. Now there's mm-hmm. gay people again. They're like, all right, just this house. <laughs> uh, until oh, eventually there's two I... people and they're maybe they're gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if you like skip a step where it's like, all right, finally, just this house. And then your son is like, dad, I have to tell you something. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> okay, just the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's my time. Thanks so much, guys. That was great. Cool. Uh, yeah, sorry if we didn't help on that last one as much. I don't no, know. No. Like I said, I that, mean, that first concept is really funny. I like that, too. No, no. It's just, it's, you're never going to eradicate a natural Some of these thing. are obviously more thought out than others. Uh, yeah, but that, that, that premise at its core is really good. I guess I was trying to wrap my head around the math part also. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, but I do, yeah, I like that premise that you, you couldn't stop it even if you separated then yeah. I was actually trying to think of the reverse of what the gay island would be. I mean, I, tech, you would presume that there'd be no procreation, I guess. But, you know, but, I, but gay people, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> um, uh, well, they could, but just not out of, out of, you know, love necessarily. I don't know. But they would because they'd be bisexuals. So bisexuals would still be outed, right? So I don't know. Maybe you could compare what community might, might do better or something. I'm not sure. Because then you- the... You thinking this joke out, Rob, sounds exactly like uh, a homophobe actually putting this island together. <laughs> like, I mean, there'd be bisexuals, uh, but we kick them out too. We <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the, but the gay the gay bisexual non binary community mm-hmm. would would have a would have a healthy community because there'd yeah. be enough bisexuals to procreate and then they'd have straight and gay and non-binary people as well and then it would just be this this mix of cool things while while the straight community would just be riddled with problems all the time constantly trying to rid their society of every uh gay uh person it would be it'd be it'd be madness mm. something like that mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everything's normal on the gay side because they just don't care. They're living their lives, you know. But mm-hmm. the straight straight island is so obsessed that they can't do anything anymore. There's no more manufacturing. All yeah. The sto- <laughs> all the stores are closed. Which, by the way, have you seen Straight Island on Fox? It's it's, uh, it's a cool show. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, straight. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of khakis. <laughs> Some real bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, when you leave the <clears throat> gate open, I feel like there's some kind of um, – I think that's funny, but there's some kind of gay reference that somebody leave a um, – I don't know, uh, a, a, a fancy fabric out or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something, some kind of – Chiffon. Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there oh. a tennis racket in here or something? If you were going to keep going where it keeps getting smaller and smaller, you know, just – oh, just this house or whatever. It has to end with, all right, fine, just the closet. Just the <laughs> That's really good. That's cool. I like that. Really I don't good. know why I didn't think of that first. <laughs> what did I say? Bedroom? Closet is you, you, you were close. It was the next yeah, step. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> after. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm up next, correct? That's right. Uh, okay, so um, I found out 
recently that something I thought was was correct, which is um, that Jello was made out of horse hooves. I was told that my whole life. I found out that that is wrong. Um, that is, and that that is unfortunate for me because I had this idea in my head that there was some weird stable hand at some point uh, who was the founder of Jello, where there was some, for some reason, a bunch of horses died and they were getting rid of the horse carcasses. And he was like, you just going to throw all them horse hooves away. I could mix them with strawberry. Give them here. Um, and now I have to let go of that idea. But I really liked that. Um, but uh, the truth is they're actually made of cow bones. So I guess it, there's... <laughs> Uh, I guess there's some weird American version of that. <laughs> it was like, you just going to get rid of all them cow bones? <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, okay. So a couple questions right off the bat. Um, is there a reason why horse hooves guy is British, but cow bones guy is American? Uh, I feel like cow is American. And mm-hmm. um, horse hooves guy is British because it, it's funny and I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so, I picture him. <laughs> I don't that. think you should make it. I think you should keep that guy because that voice is hysterical. And I also think that the, the idea that it's the truth is any it is not any weirder or less gross than <laughs> the myth that you did think, you know. And so you're like, and so then you get to get to do that same character again. With do I just bones. do the exact same thing? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Because it's so <laughs> funny. Because who is okay. that so guy? Funny. Why does he want horse hooves and cow bones? I want to know. Yeah. yeah. He loves them both. So, yeah. So, I guess I just switch it from, like, stable hand to, like, ranch hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I say I was saying keep it the British guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The British voice is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And Wolf maybe... Hooves. If you could come up with like what you think a British person would call cow bones, oh that, yeah, that, that you know, funny. do like a, a English slang. Yeah, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> That's all I, I, know. I just I want to I, I want to put the word penny in there somewhere. <laughs> that to me is like a, a British word. Are you gonna throw away those bovine supports? <laughs> <laughs> Bovine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, great. Great notes. Love that. Um, This is actually something I texted Jared. Sometimes I just have an idea for like a scene and I can bend it into a joke. But the idea is um, that there is a professor who is uh, teaching his class what dark matter is. Um, And then uh, he's just explaining it. And then there's a guy outside the window who's like, all matter. (laughs) <laughs> the professor's like what and he's like all matter and he's like okay he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a tiktok for sure it's easy it's, you can you can bang that out oh, yeah. Maybe I'll make you, you outside the window and uh, yeah just put glasses on when you're the professor be outside at, as the guy you know, and then and then just little tags like physics lab, you know, physics physics two hundred five, right. and then the professor is like, no, oh, we have to talk about dark matter. Dark matter actually takes up seventy six percent of the entire, and then oh matter, 
I think, you know, I, I have the feeling you don't want to include this in your stand-up, so I would imagine that this might be the best way to yeah, that you're, you're you know, actually showcase this right. kind of thing. Uh, I think that's okay. funny. I, I, oh, I like that yeah, a lot. That's good. It's, it's silly, appropriate, um, uh, and you'd probably get some good, you know, mix of, like, nerdy kids or, you know, astronomy people or physics people who'd be like, oh, that's fun. Well, I don't know if you know the reaction to the things that I post, but I will most likely just be <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, behind every great man is a great woman, which means that every great man is into pegging. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, no, no, it's it's perfect. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, great, it's cool. really great. Well, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll just give my time back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe uh, maybe you could come up with a specific example if you wanted to further that. Ooh, that's all. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, you a, just you, yeah. you'd have George Washington, and then you'd be like, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, more score yeah. in seven. Oh god! <laughs> not, not now. More score in seven inches ago. <laughs> um, Maybe there's a a guy, a notable like Einstein, is like at the at the chalkboard, like ah e equals. Uh, I don't know. And then his wife was like, "Turn around. <laughs> Let me help you uh, flush this out." <laughs> <laughs> you thought a way to a man's heart was through his stomach. <laughs> uh, this okay. could be maybe like, uh, uh, this is how homophobic every guy secretly is, that if that was scientifically true, that you would become an icon in your field, a legend, your name would be echoed throughout generations if you just let women peg you, 80% of men would still be like, eh, I'll just get a factory job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked up the lyrics to Yankee Doodle Dandy, and um, what's really interesting about it is that it's basically just, uh, it was a battle chant that was sung by the British originally about how Americans are just like, they're like effeminate men. Um, like a, a, a dandy is like a, an effeminate man. Um, and like prancing around on a pony, he puts a, a feather in his hat. Feather in his macaroni. Cap. He's just like a feather in his cap. Yeah. And so it's, it's just all about like, oh, a ridiculous American man. And he's just like a pussy. But the best part about that is that like we just adopted it. Like we embraced it. And then I think in the war where that became like a thing, we beat the British. So I, I just love this idea that it's like, it seems very American to me that they're like, oh, you, you pussies. And they make up a song about how we're pussies. And then we just go back and like, yeah, where are the pussies? Well, we beat them. We're <laughs> 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 the fucking pussies. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of, um, oh, this, this, this is effectively America pegging uh, the Brits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that that's like their their pegging song. They're like, oh yeah, I'm a jinky doodle ding. They're like, okay. Could this be? Could this be a funny take on that? It's like <clears throat> there's never been a less um, accurate portrayal of Americans than than Yankee Doodle Dandy because we're not effeminate. We're dumb and strong. 
So when we heard the song, we were too dumb to realize that they were making fun of us. <laughs> and so we started singing it ourselves while we beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yes, I like that. We just hear Yankee and we're like, yeah, this song's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we even named a baseball team after the song. <laughs> how, how gay were, were, were colonists? If British people were like, they're so gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> my word. <laughs> what dandies over there? <laughs> um, were gay stereotypes, like, way different back then? It was like, you know how gays are always sailing really far away and starting entire <laughs> new colonies, building <laughs> towns. And murdering Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they had the same conversation that you would have with like um, uh, a gay child that's going to do musical theater if you're homophobic, but yeah. but it's about <laughs> colonizing America. <laughs> no son of mine is going to put on uh, a sailor's cap and fight for his independence. <laughs> no son of mine is going to build a log cabin and then live in it. <laughs> have to live off the land. I like the um, idea that they were so homophobic that they created a song that could be sung about it. You know, like, because if they're so manly, they're like, we're, we hate gays so much, we're going to become artists for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really oh, kind of reshapes the whole idea of, like, what, what this religious persecution was all about. Like, why they fled England to begin with, or why they fled Europe. Oh, it's for religion, and you're just like, oh, they're 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 all a bunch of gay people who left. Was that the idea? <laughs> Is there something in the idea that you, because like all these guys left England for religious freedom, and then being like, that's pretty gay, you know, like you love God so much, gay. Does that make sense? <laughs> you love a dude so much that you started an entire new country. It's pretty gay. Well, wasn't it that people weren't ha allowed to have like different religions? Everybody was religious. It was mm -hmm. just that you weren't allowed to have different sects of of uh, <laughs> sex religion, right? So um, it's like, so it's like, oh, you like that God? Gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I like God too, but I'm not gonna sail to the new world because of it. I don't know. Eh, maybe there's nothing there. Um, there's definitely, these are all great ideas. Um, you yeah. To work with. They, they went in very, very different directions. So hopefully you can get something yeah. out of that. <laughs> None of them was I like down one line. Never revisit this again. <laughs> it's also not a tough sounding song, which I think is funny. Yeah, it's like, ah, my Yankee Doodle Dan. That's a different song. There, so there's the George M. Cohan song, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy, Yankee Doodle Do or Die. And then there's the original propaganda song of Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his cap and called it Macaroon. Ah, a pony, ah. that's right. Yeah, that's part mm -hmm. of the uh, feminizing. Mm -hmm. um, um, well, that's a play for me. All right, Rob. Uh, mind, if, mind if I kick off? Yes, please. Do this. All right. Uh, I think today I had a lot of wordplay stuff, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, I had a lot of butt play stuff, so you're good. <laughs> um, I've been uh, one thing I've been thinking of is that I've been home for so long; it's hard to keep track of time. 
Uh, like, hey, you remember like Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, like Friday, Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole joke. <laughs> so, uh, laugh. I don't know. I, originally, I just wrote it because I, I didn't even write Monday. I wrote M-O-N dot T-U-E dot W-E-D dot so that I didn't have to repeat the word day. And then I just said, those are the days. That's it. It was tweetable, but... Is there a way that you can work homophobia into that? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of. Um, I had a, a slight offset of that. I told Anthony this, I think. I said I came... Uh, not offset of that, but um, I had a joke idea I came up with in my sleep. And I had only slept for seven hours that night. Just imagine what I could have come up with if I slept for ten. That was <laughs> some other <laughs> stupid thing. <laughs> Wait, but uh, you did come up with a joke in your sleep. I did, yeah. And it was that one. Oh, that was the joke? Okay. Yeah, the Monday, Tuesday. I, I was oh, weird. I was, yeah, I was yeah, sleeping, yeah. and I kind of was like thinking about, like, those are the, the days, Monday, Monday. And then I was like, oh, it'd be funny if I said all the days. And I kept them, like, drifting in and out of sleep. And then by the time I woke up, it was, like, fully formed in that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's the joke. <laughs> I think I've worked it out in yeah, my mind. I, I believe that would be, obviously, a, a pretty big partake from your style of stand-up. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and often with clever jokes like that, it can be hard to incorporate them, but there is always a way. So if yeah. you can think of something that is real to you, for me, it often becomes something about dating, um, uh, some kind of dialogue or something like that. If you can, you know, like for me, that would probably turn into, uh, you know, it's hard to get laid as a nerd. Like I said this to a girl and then it's something like that. Right, yeah. Um, so if you could think of a real scenario to incorporate that, I think that that could become a very funny stand-up joke. It's, it's great. Um, it's a great foundation for funny. Gotcha. Um, if I don't find it, again, I'll probably, you know, I could always make TikToks of these things. That's, that's, my, that's my thought. Uh, speaking of something that might not be good for stand-up, uh, <laughs> I've got... Uh, Some art. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when people are texting to each other, uh, sexual desires or act or acts, uh, they call that sexting. So I just wanted to see if I could get some other phrases, uh, up and rolling. Like, uh, I was, uh, texting somebody while I was eating a breakfast cereal. So I was, uh, texting. I was chatting with someone about how much I enjoy fajita bowls. I was text mexting. Are any of these going <laughs> to... Maybe he's gonna pick up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get some. Oh, I like the ah, you guys are confused by this. This, this. I guess we're vexing right now. This is not, <laughs> not working. Okay. Two witches talking on their cell phones. They are hexting. Are we? Okay. <laughs> anyone uh, else? When I texted these to my girlfriend, she became my text girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she became my text girlfriend. Because she broke up with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I also did have a portmanteau that I liked where uh, I was, I said, um, I, said this, I was having um, sex with my ex one time, or as I like to call it, sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a winner. <laughs> two S's and two X's. Yeah. <laughs> sex. I just love the idea of a portmanteau that doesn't change the yeah. word. That's, that's great. pretty great. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. I mean, I mean, your your laughter said a lot, so I like the fact that you actually like the the sex line. And I don't mind um, 
mixing up either the style of humor that I'm doing sometimes. I mean, I think Anthony probably is witness to this more than many of you guys are, just how, how weird I, I like to get sometimes and just be. Um, I do. I think that the, uh, the sexting riff works really well, especially with what I'm sure you were doing intentionally of the <laughs> taking the temperature of the audience as you're going along. Right. You know. So, yeah, two thumbs up on that. Um, I like this bit that Brett's doing, although. It's a gordy bit. He got a promotional tie in with that keyboard. <laughs> um, oh, okay, here's one. Um, are you familiar with the, uh, the sort of, um, what's it called, conspiracy theory or, or whatever that, that Elvis, um, that Elvis didn't die? back then when people think that he that he died like he actually survived he lived on you know he's he did other things with his life um but can we all agree like he's dead now right like <laughs> like sure maybe he made it back back then but like there's no way he's still i mean when did he die like when did he actually that's it that's my whole thought i don't have anything else i'm just curious as to when real he, elvis died he, he died slightly after chuck berry did okay <laughs> Like people think, if, he's in, people think he's an extra in Home Alone. You ever, you ever know that? Mm, that I never heard that. Oh, really? What if, what if he faked his own death and now, and now it's his real death and he's like, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his deathbed. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> if Elvis was alive today, he'd only be 85. That's not like an insane the way age he ate. for a person to, uh, to live to, you know. Maybe Hitler would be better for this joke, because Hitler was born oh, they earlier. Did, they did have that same kind of rumor with Hitler, right? With yeah, the that's brain true. Or something. Uh, uh, yeah, he was born in uh, eighteen eighty nine, so that would be a lot easier to justify. I see. Also, I feel like you should have appreciated Elvis waiting until Chuck Berry died to die. More than I appreciated it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand. I'm not sure I, I find understand the reference as much. I'm because sorry. Chuck Berry was playing rock and roll before Elvis. Ah, oh. as in Elvis stole the rock music from African Americans joke. It was I'm Little sorry. Richard. It was Chuck Berry. It was. It was all kinds. Yeah, of... Rob, would you want to do that joke just with Hitler instead? So, because he would be 130 years old today. Yeah, that, that's that, true. That makes more sense. Funnier to have Hitler being like, "Oh no." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially with like like Brett's uh, addition to it, the the Hitler thing is is de definitely funnier. Where he's like, mm, like, you know, mein Führer is gone. Anyone care? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I like that concept. Um, okay, That's something. Doo -doo -doo -doo. You know, I also had a similar. I don't understand. I don't understand the Loch Ness monster or Bigfoot either, because I don't know if Bigfoot is one foot. Like, is he part of a collection of big feet, or is he just one animal running around? And if so, how long does he live? I don't, I don't understand that. Same deal with the Loch Ness Monster. I'm like, is it one monster, or is it a species of monsters that continue to live on, and how long do they live? Like, I didn't, I didn't, this stuff confuses me. I was like, oh, I saw. I'm like, is it the same one? Anyway, so that's where I was thinking up in my mind, and then I was thinking about Elvis, and I was like, well, surely he's dead now at some point. Mm. Um, oh, I see. And, I, yeah. I think there might be answers to these questions, though. Like, cause yeah, I, there, there might be. I know that Nessie would just be like a nickname for the Loch Ness Monster, but 
calling it a name like that makes it seem like people think it's one, right? Not a species, but then people sometimes will say the Bigfoot, which implies that maybe they think there's more. Oh, okay. I don't know. So Anthony's <clears throat> tag is Google it. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> but he's right. A lot of times I'll, I'll have questions and then it'll be like, oh, I guess that's the answer to my question, to my query. I think I actually just did that earlier today. I swear to God, I was just looking up something I was going to pitch to you guys, but then I kind of did a little bit of snooping around and I was like, eh. oh, it was about the Dark Ages. Yeah, my, my concept, my thought was going to be when, when did they decide it was the Dark Ages? At one point where they're like, oh, it's getting pretty dark. Uh, this, this, ain't, this isn't good. And well, they're like, this should be called the Dark Ages. It's been dark for ages. <laughs> Something that I realized similarly when I realized that the car tarps uh, were not there to keep cars hidden is that you can still ta- say what you thought, and that can be the premise. I like yes, that you thought right. it was supposed to be an invisibility cloak. Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea that we're dancing around that instead of writing jokes, we're just asking each other questions that we should be Googling. Like, here's something I'm working on. Is there a good Italian restaurant in my neighborhood? <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts on that? You know? Do you guys have any uh, thoughts on... One, the 180s or 170s, something like that? Cheap, you know? cheap, cool couch. Is that anything? <laughs> cheap, cool couch? I'm working on this thing about if I qualify for unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like in my 30s and uh, I've been working... <laughs> That, uh, and uh, for this bit, you guys are going to need copies of my tax returns from 2019. <laughs> so I'll just send that over to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all seriously, uh, no, guys, uh, what is the weather going to be? T- <laughs> is that good? I had this bit about rain, but if it's not raining tonight, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm working um, on this thing about lottery numbers. You guys. <laughs> Tonight's Do you Google lottery numbers? <laughs> <laughs> He's expanding the joke. He's taking other directions. <laughs> uh, Brett is totally right about that. Uh, yes, if a lot of times my I like just go ahead, going ahead and qualifying a bit and saying everything under the sun. Be like, here's where I was, you know, six months ago. Then I learned that this is actually the case. So the same thing with the Dark Ages thing. I was thinking about that too. I was like, well, they were just like, this dark ages sucks. It was really shitty. Or at some point, would they look in the past and go, you know, 20 years ago, that really sucked. Like, that was bad, right? That that was the dark ages. And I was like, okay, whatever. That was my thought. Um, It turns out that it was it was really just a matter of the amount of information that was available to historians. And so far later, when historians were trying to like, you know, put everything and collect it all, there just was such a dearth of information that they were like, oh, well, this had no information. It was, liter- it was sort of figuratively dark in that way. And it became a pejorative term to sort of encompass you know, the whole idea that nobody's doing any learning or, or advancement, but that turned out to really not be very true, maybe in the early Middle Ages a little bit. So then historians have kind of done away with the entirety of Dark Ages, that whole concept, because they're like, well, it's just, it's just inaccurately, you know, depicting that time as like no social, scientific, or otherwise uh, cultural, you know, evolution. What, so... What do you think that they were trying to call it before they were like, we should just call that the Dark Ages? Like, what's the really long thing? They were like, uh, and then back when there was not a lot of information, you know, around between this time and this time, and then there was a lot of plague, but we don't really, we're not really sure. And then eventually, like, can we stop doing, can we just call it the Dark Ages? (laughs) 
Uh, oh, actually, I wanted to. Uh, the, what was it? Uh, someone had a joke about. Oh yeah, the Yankee Doodle thing. So so yeah, Americans just taking it on. Um, that's like the way a lot of terms came to be what they are. Like like the, the idea of a gothic. Uh, architecture and stuff you know that was a pejorative term that was put towards that it like it was ugh, it looks like the visigoths it looks like barbarians it looks like this like, Ooh, architecture gothic, cool all those buildings kept on smoking cigarettes and writing really <laughs> shitty poetry <laughs> the gargoyles like, all had like eyeliner on <laughs> gothic architecture and they're just like, yeah we are we are goth <laughs> i wanted to say something about the dark ages where so it's this period of time where we don't have like a lot of historical information which is kind of a funny idea that there was like a uh, that there was this um, age, this entire age, where everybody was like, what we're doing right now is our business, and nobody <laughs> in the future gets to hear about it. So keep your <laughs> mouth shut and don't write anything down. <laughs> you know? So, like, the entire, like, there's just like a thing, the, 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 the essence, the zeitgeist of that era, there's, I think there could be something funny done there. Uh, hmm. Just like, you know, don't tell anybody. You know how, like, generations used to be like, son of this and son of this. You know, yeah. you'd be like, my name's Aaron, no last name, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's fun. Um, uh, also, if the dark ages are because there was no information, now we live where there's too much information, there's misinformation. So this is like the, ah, it's too bright time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> That's great. Um, cool. Thank you for that, guys. Um so, oh, here's here's a little uh, silly one. I uh, I was very desperate for uh, uh, work. Um, let's say I was out of work for some point, some period of time. So is this and I was one very, of those Google ones. This is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on this bit. That's just uh, all of my exes' names. <laughs> uh, I was out of work for a while. I was very desperate for work, so I I went on an interview for the DMV. Now, they said to be there at 9 a.m., and I overslept. I uh, showed up at noon, and I wound up making them wait for three hours just to talk to me, and they were like, <laughs> you got the goods. You're hired. <laughs> now, if you believe that story, I have another one for you. I was applying to become a bouncer uh, at a nightclub, and the job interview, every question they asked me, I was just like, mm. and they were like, you got it. <laughs> that's the that's the joke. I do the thing that they do at their job. I like it. I, I like it. I think it, instead of DMV, you also could use like any sort of cable provider Ooh. company. Okay. When they, yep, that's true. When they tell you they'll be there between seven and four, and then they show <laughs> up at six every time. <laughs> um, this is um, sorry. Go ahead. A very good joke, and I have not heard those specific examples before, but I feel like that's a format that I've heard before. Oh, okay. Like, the application to the job is just doing that job. Oh, interesting. All right. Uh, 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 I could be that. wrong about that, but um, but that's just, um, you know, in the darker system of my brain. Yeah. And uh, it might not be so universally known that you couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, format is format. Um, mm -hmm. That's, that's uh, we're, all, we're all doing structure and format and stuff like that. I, I like it a lot. I would actually want you to change up the format so the last thing that's happening is the the, the punchline essentially should be the last thing that's being said. Which So even if mm. that's shaking your head, that should be the last thing that's being said. So if it's something like, how did, how did you get them to hire you? I see, I see. Every time they ask me a question, I just went like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, 
Yes. You do. Uh, uh, you give them your resume, and they say, uh, uh, "Oh, hey, did you also work at um, at Phil's Pub?" And you go, "Not on the list." <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Thank you for that. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was, um, uh, so, so, oh, actually this is great speaking to, to Brett's thing because this was a joke that I was working on. Then I had a joke based on the joke. So the original idea, which I actually don't really remember anymore, but it was basically talking about sometimes those conversations that invariably pop up with like mixed company or friends about how do people pronounce certain words when they're in different areas. So it's like, oh, like, what do you call, you know, you know, that the fruit and it's a, it's also a color and people are like orange. They're like, it's orange. What? You know, they always have that. And then they go back and forth between a bureau or a chest of drawers or whatever. And then we go down the list that we all know of the words that people always, it's pop. No, it's soda, whatever. So I was just like, it always pops up a couple of times in my life. I'm like, yes, I know. I know how this conversation goes. So I was just tinkering around that idea. And but uh, comics will write down the in their set list like things to just jog their memory of what joke they're going to talk about. So I didn't really write any of this down. I just wrote this down as the tomato tomato bit. A lot of time goes by. <clears throat> I'm looking through my jokes, trying to come up with some ideas again, and I'm looking through my set list, and I was like, "What the hell is a tomato tomato?" And that was <laughs> that really happened to me. And so that's it. I just wanted to sh share that. And I thought it was funny that <laughs> I literally was like, "What?" <laughs> tomato, tomato, and I was stupid enough to write tomato, tomato. I didn't even write like T O M A H T O. I just wrote tomato, tomato. Anyway, that's it. Uh, that that, uh, that song you say, potato. I say potato. You say tomato. Mm -hmm. I say tomato. Uh, did you guys know that it took that song a really long time to uh, to get published because every time he submitted it to publishers and they read it, they were like, I don't get it. <laughs> You say potato, I say potato. What? <laughs> this is a song about two people who say the same word back to each other? That's Why would they call the whole thing off when they clearly get along? <laughs> they're, in, they're, in perfect <laughs> they're in total agreement about how certain words are pronounced. That's great. Getting the, the lyric sheet on that. <clears throat> Uh, that is all I have for today. My time is up. All right. Anthony, you're up. Okay. Wait, um, no, you have to turn on the um, figure out who's last machine. Yeah, the, uh, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> what is it? The um, process of eliminationator? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is going to take a while. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay, here, let me see. Um <clears throat> see where to start i had so i had a joke about um deodorant that i had last time um, nice. and i was looking through notebooks and i had this other deodorant thing uh scented deodorant is a paradox is all i have written <laughs> oh <laughs> what do you think of that uh, scented deodorants, yes, scented, what, and, and it, it's not. What supposed other to be products, like make up a product that we know that doesn't have a paradox, but turn it into a paradox? You know? Yeah. Uh, like, um, un, I don't know, un, uh, uh, un, unsalted salt. Yeah. Saltines. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I this don't know. is yeah, okay. a little tangential. Um, do you think it'd be funny if you if you did a deodorant joke, or even if you didn't do a deodorant joke, and then you said, um, I, I told my friends that I was working on a deodorant joke, and they were like, good, good. We were all saying that you should work on a deodorant joke. <laughs> We've been, we've been, I'm glad you said that because we, we weren't, we weren't going to tell you anything. that you needed a deodorant joke. Uh. <laughs> so I have, um, I think this is two separate ideas. So I'll just do one at a time. Um, no, don't both at the same time. Oh, wait, I thought of something for your uh, unscented deodorant, uh, extra long shorts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, extra long shorts. Yeah. Or or scented deodorant, you you open it up and there's nothing inside. They've they've annihilated each other. It's like <laughs> canceled matter, out. Just matter and antimatter. Just <laughs> it's pure energy in there. That's all it was. Or what if it's like uh, it, it separates like oil and vinegar. All the scent is at the top. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny too. I like that visual. Oh, oh yeah. If you leave scented deodorant out for long enough, <laughs> just, they're too. They just separate. They're like immiscible. Uh, that's very funny. Or, or, or the process, you know, I bought, I was looking at scented deodorant. I thought, how did they do that? How did, <laughs> Why how did they get the, how they get the scent into the deodorant? <laughs> you figured they'd be out of, you know. Every time right. I try to add eucalyptus smell to this deodorant, it goes away, it gets deodorized. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same idea. I like yeah. you, Jared. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Um. Okay, so I have this idea about it's not really written out as a joke, so I'll just t- tell you the concept. It's uh, I have one more right now. Huh? <laughs> I one more. Throw it idea. in after. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> it after. You have another one. I was yes, but it's it's I don't what, know. What, what uh, well, what would the scented deodorant uh, smell like? Like, what would be a good um, armpit? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's kind of like along those lines where. Uh, uh, I, 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 I'm just trying to think of what the scent might be. Like maybe the scent is lilac or something. But what if that was the smell you were trying to get rid of? You're like, ah, mm. I smell. I already smell like lilac. I'm a gardener. I'm trying to get rid of that. <laughs> anyway, that was my dumb idea. <laughs> You're just like, no, damn it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so this is a joke about me feeling embarrassed to go out to eat by myself. Um, so what I do is I pretend that I'm meeting somebody and they just never show up. <laughs> so I order two meals, you know, I put like, I bring an extra sweatshirt to put on the, on the chair. And then at some point I'm just like, ah, I guess she's not coming. Uh, but then I get the extra meal to go so that I have plans for later. <laughs> So it is less embarrassing to you to pretend that you got stood up yeah. than to go to eat alone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very funny. Yeah, um, I like that concept I, a lot. Would you want to do when the waiter comes by the phone call where you leave a message and he's like, right. hey, Stephanie, I'm at the restaurant. Just wondering where you are. Um, all right, give me a text if you're, if you're close. All right, I'm going to order some food. Talk to you later. Bye. Something like that. 
Maybe you yeah. throw something in there like, I eat, I never eat alone, you know that, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. That's great. <laughs> um, um, I want to know what happens with the neck you have plans for later. But So are you just going to eat that other meal by yourself? Yeah, at home. Oh, okay, at home. I got you. Um. So I get it to go. Uh, It'd be funny if uh, if when you got the to go food, you were like, "Well, first of all, I think the idea that you have is really funny, like because it's it's the wording is vague enough." Uh, but it just go if you decided to delve into the phone call, it might be funny if you were like, "You want me to bring the food to your place?" Well, <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do like that. I guess for some reason, to me, the funny part is that take like. If I'm having dinner by myself, taking, mm-hmm. I guess it could be leftovers, but taking like an entire meal to go just so I have plans is yeah, kind no, of I the think part that's... that I like. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's the part that I'm trying to figure out how to get to. So maybe I don't need the whole charade. Mm-hmm. Just the idea that a, you know a lonely person might take leftovers to. I don't know. That's the part that I like. Is. Uh, mm-hmm taking the leftovers to go so I have plans for later. Um, I have this other restaurant joke uh, or concept for a joke, which is about going to a restaurant that has a long wait. Um, And usually when you see that, you think it's good. But every now and then, you're at a restaurant where uh, you wait and then it still sucks. And so I am... In the joke, I go to a restaurant like that, and I'm confused as to why, why people were waiting, you know. And it's uh, let me see. Hold on, I'm not I'm not doing this justice. <laughs> let me read this first. Um, Rob, Rob, space out now. Yeah, this is a good time to space out. <laughs> I, think, no, I think I know where the joke is going. I, I have I have a guess <laughs> as to where it's going. Oh, you have a guess? Yeah. But and if it's not a guess, then it's my suggestion. <laughs> okay, well, let me. I want to know what it is, even if you're wrong. It's okay. Um, okay, so the food's bad, but there's a wait. So looking back, the waiting was actually the best part. It's uh, <laughs> funny. And so, I think restaurants like that should make that part of their ad, ad campaign. You know, they say something like, uh, "Come for the food, stay for the wait." <laughs> So that's, uh, those are the two parts. Those two ideas are the parts that are funny to me. I just don't really know how to, how to get to it. The concept is just waiting and it's not good. Um, and the waiting is the best part. Gotcha. Uh, no, my guess was incorrect. My guess was that, uh, it turns out their, their service was just terrible. And that's what caused the wait. They, they weren't even busy. They just oh, they're, <laughs> they had like they had like one cook back there, and they're just whatever. So either there's a line outside. Yeah, where are all the customers? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's letting them in. <laughs> they just had really slow hosts. <laughs> sometimes uh, there's a really long wait to sit at a restaurant, and uh, sometimes they just haven't figured out how to unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> I really um, also like the idea that the best part is the the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's very funny. funny. Anthony, um, do you think it would work if you if you then said something like, "You're always supposed to end on the best part, so maybe they should have given us the food right away and then made us wait to leave." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's yeah, that's that's pretty good actually. Um Um, are there places that like? I guess if you're in a big crowd, it's hard to it's hard to leave. There's like a big big wait to actually get out. There's well, lines to, pay to get out. If you're yeah, that's true. Unless you're leaving cash. If you're trying to pay with a card, you might have you a line. Hard. Or if you need change. Huh. I, I like all these concepts, but I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to really make them into. I haven't figured out how to word them as as jokes. So they're just sort of concepts that I have. Um. Oh, I had a thought for your other joke. Uh, it just makes it more absurd, <clears throat> really. So I asked the waiter for a dog. I asked the waiter for a to-go box. I said, "Hey, maybe my dog will eat it." I don't have a dog. And that's it. Just <laughs> no idea why you'd lie about that as well, but you're already <laughs> lying about everything else. <laughs> so that was I ordered a hamburger. I don't even. Or no, like uh, I ordered a. Uh, uh, a vegan. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even a vegan. <laughs> Some kind of. I don't know. Oh yeah, like uh, the worst part is that I always pretend it's a, a vegan person that is supposed to meet me, and then but I'm, I'm not vegan, so I have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> something, something like that. Um, okay, let me move on. The human body is a flesh-covered time machine. <laughs> the human body is a what? I missed that. Flesh-covered time machine, except we can't control the direction or the speed that we travel. That's all I have for that. Uh, this reminds me of something else that you've said. Uh, I want to build a time machine, but it only takes you to the future and something along, the, something along those lines? Or am I, am I making that up? I'm always working on a time machine thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have... I Actually, Anthony got machine. visited from him in the future, saying, so stop <laughs> working on this time machine bit. <laughs> if I had a time machine, I could change music history because there'd be no more oldies. <laughs> anyway. There's no, there's no time machine joke that you say that you want to invent a time machine, but it only goes forward, and it's, it, in one second is one second. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there is. Uh, one second. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Buying a that. time machine for from a uh, uh, discount store. Oh yeah, it's uh, slightly imperfect, so I can only travel to the future one second at a time. Yeah, that's the joke. Do you um, ever go? Do you ever go? Ah, just did it. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I never do. I think that was supposed to be part of that joke. I think that was supposed to be my lead-in to the time machines, but nobody ever laughed at that part. Gotcha. But I, I like the idea that we're trying to create time machines, but we are time machines, technically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. anyway. I like flesh-covered flesh -covered, flesh -covered time machine. That, that, that all works for me. I don't know. That sounds like a really good title for your autobiography. <laughs> yeah. Flesh-covered time machine. <laughs> Human bodies, a flesh-covered time machine. <clears throat> um, you know, it, it falls apart after around 80 years or so. <laughs> That's uh, how long the warranty is good for. <laughs> what, what do you, how do you use a time machine? You would say, I used a time machine or I rode a time machine? I used uh, a time machine. Yeah. So don't use me? I don't know. I feel like there's something, with, if I'm a time machine, how, what would you do to me? 
This sounds mm-hmm. like a really bad Bachelor <laughs> show. Thing. First, I'd start by setting a new date. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd go back to kill Hitler. <laughs> Ooh, oh, like man. They are really running out of ideas on the dating game. <laughs> <laughs> if I were flesh-covered time machine, how, how would you do what would you do to me? Uh, First, if I was a sharecropper you. in the 1940s, what would you uh, do to me? Ooh, I'm a prospector <laughs> looking for gold. That's so when funny. you and your flesh-covered time machine are making whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you could slow down that time machine uh, with, like, okay, you could accelerate the time. Wait, no. How would no, you slow down the time machine? <laughs> Shit, I don't even know how this works. Like, if you did things to your body that helped you live longer then you would, I guess it doesn't really track. But if you did things to, to fuck up your body, then it's as if you are traveling slower through time. Because if you're traveling slower through time, then you would die sooner. Something along those lines. That yeah, is I true. Would die that, that, that logically makes sense to me. Because <laughs> the time machine itself is deteriorating faster than time is moving. So time is actually moving ahead, and then you're slowing down. I'm just trying to stick with the log- logic of the joke. If you want to... If you want the time machine to go faster, you just have to eat McDonald's. Uh, I'm saying it's the opposite, technically. I'd say that the, t- the time machine would be moving faster through time only if you had better longevity because you could travel to the future because you don't age when you're making that time jump. Mm. So I guess then, I was going oh. on your lifespan is the full span of time. That's what I was thinking too, but now right. I understand. Yeah, explain yeah. all that to the audience. <laughs> and, and you just tag, 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 tag. Tag, tag, tag. Perfect. Perfect. I might open with this. <laughs> I should open and close with a time machine joke. I was, I, it's so funny you said I was my mind. I was like, how could I say? I was I, like, yeah, I don't say it until you have an idea. <laughs> I feel like this whole day I'm just breaking your heart, Anthony, but that is a Mike Kaplan bit. What is? Oh, no. He started one of his Tonight Show sets with, uh, and to end, a joke about time travel. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But does he, wait, say that again? He he starts his set by saying, I'd like to finish with a joke about time travel. Oh, okay. Something like that. That pretty much covers the thought that I was thinking. Does he does he bookend it with the beginning as well? If I if I remember correctly, then yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So he does exactly mm-hmm. the thing. Was it flesh covered or no? Would that still <laughs> would that still be too similar to that other line that I have, which is uh, I have a hard time starting things that I've finished. Uh, no, be? I don't think that's similar no. to that at all. Because I feel like that would be a good opening line. Um, <clears throat> so we are flesh-colored time machines, but how would you explain the rationale behind that? If you were just explaining to me how, how I'm a flesh-colored time machine, because I travel through time, right? Yeah. You're just- and I'm flesh-covered. Um, yeah, so if you feel, I feel like we're all traveling through time, so we're kind of 
all flesh-covered time machines, um, which means that we're all a pretty good book and an okay movie. <laughs> I like that. Because of the time machine? Yeah. The book? Yeah. yeah. Well, fresh, flesh-covered covered pretty good books. <laughs> flesh-covered. <laughs> okay movies. <laughs> okay movies. <laughs> Here's a philosophical thought. Uh, light travels, speed of light, and because light travels the speed of light, it's actually unaffected by time. Light is effectively timeless because it's moving only through space and not through time. That just te is technically physics physically true. Um, so t light is frozen in time, but because we don't move the speed of light, we're actually we're actually the creatures that are moving through time. We're the ones moving through time. Light never gets the chance to. Light only exists in an instant. It exists in different locations, but at the same time, at the same instant. Just pointing it out. And then you say, so I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this wasn't a joke. I was just, I was just, just <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm just I also had an idea that's not a joke, but it was something I wanted to do practically, but maybe as a performance piece art or maybe as a real restaurant. And it was going to be called The Line. And basically, it's like a wrap around, like wraps around the building. And, but the door is just like the entrance to the place, but there is no place. And the line just winds up, you know, people keep on coming out of the door and they're just like offering, they're like, hey, we're so sorry. You know, we know the light wait's been a long time. Would you guys like some appetizers? We made some for you. And they're like, oh yeah, sure. And they're like, we're so sorry. You know, it's going to be a couple hours still. Would you guys like some drinks? And then the line becomes the party. And everyone's like, oh, you want to go to the line? And everyone's like, yeah, right. And then you just wait in line. And that's the nightclub. Mm. Anyway, that was my idea for a nightclub. But to get in to the line, you uh -huh. actually have to go through the door and sit down to wait <laughs> until they let you out. That's fun. Do you have to make a reservation to get on the line? <laughs> if it becomes popular enough, then yeah, I, I imagine that it, that it would be. So there's a, will there be a line for the line? The, yeah. Oh, it's inside. Be, that's what I just that'll said. That would be an even cooler party. <laughs> It doesn't. First of all, it doesn't sound like a profitable business. Oh no! Oh damn it! <laughs> Is it called "Stay for the Wait"? <laughs> Stay for the Wait. No, no, no. That's your idea. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's all I had. To, uh, uh, I can't think of anything else for for your stuff, but that was that was some of the things I had. Well, thanks. I don't know if any of those uh, will turn into jokes, but that that was what I had this time. That's it. All right, cool. Okay. Thank you. Thanks to Anthony yeah, and Jared and Brett. Thank you. Guys. All right. Great Good job. session, guys. Yeah, you as well. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Check back for more individual clips and full episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to support the show and get early access to new episodes, as well as extra fan-only content, go to patreon.com slash itapod. That's itapod, as in, is this anything podcast? Relevant links in the description. Take care. Is this anything?